it's time for the Dirtbag Sheets Brothers. <laughs> Why? I guess that's a good way to start this. Why is the auxiliary content of AEW so good if no one's going to watch it? I just finished Road to Blood and Guts. I highly, highly recommend it. It's great. I think it was 15 minutes long, something like that, not much. And um, what I loved about it was you had voiceover from the old guard, the legends. You had Tully. You had Dustin Rhodes. You had, um, oh, who was the other one? Oh, God, Tully, Dustin Rhodes. Uh, Arn Anderson, that was it. And they were all talking about their time and like the NWA and WCW, and they were splicing pictures because they can't use video, obviously, from uh, from WCW and NWA as they talked about how important, how brutal a, a War Games blood and guts match is. And then you had these, and everyone was very serious. This entire uh, video package, or whatever you want to call it, Road Two uh, presentation, everyone was very serious. The tone was very good. You really got over the idea that this is an important match, a match that could change people's lives, could harm people, could put people out of the business forever. And they really, really did a good job. And that is kind of the point of this sort of rant slash praise uh, of AEW. Why are these auxiliary shows and content, why are they so good if they're not aired on television? Maybe this is going to be aired on television. I know some of the Road 2s, at least, uh, at least for the pay-per-views, are aired on regular television or whatever. I suppose that's just to get you to buy the pay-per-view. I don't think these things air on anything, right? So why do they keep doing them? Why are they so well-made? And I know that Tony Khan recently said that he started to incorporate more video packages into the show. And one of the reasons why the show is so heavily focused on matches, besides it just being awesome, is ratings show that people tend to watch wrestling and stay engaged with wrestling more during a match and less so during video packages. So the whole time during the Wednesday Night War, Tony Khan was very concerned. Uh, this was his what he said anyway. So uh, he wanted to have as many matches as he could. But now that the Wednesday Night War is over, at least temporarily, who knows what with the NHL coming in, <laughs> Who knows? It could be the Monday Night War, motherfucker! It could be. Um, uh, he's trying different things. putting in. I know they're putting in more video packages. We saw with uh, 10, which, by the way, I love this week's episode. I know I've done it in my regular show in a while. I'm just doing these rants or little shows, you know. Whatever. Uh, you, life gets in the way. But it was a great show, and we saw 10 have a, a little snippet of, uh, like, a video where he's talking about why he's uh, fighting Darby for the TNT Championship and talking about, you know, Brody Lee and the Nightmare Family and how Brody Lee got him into the Nightmare Family. It really added a layer of emotion that, that really made that match seem like it was worthwhile. And that's what video packages and promos are fucking for. They're to build matches, they're to create intrigue. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, um, you know, it, the story is more important than the fight itself often. You know, if we look at the Attitude Era, you know, we look at uh, the NWO Era, I should say. That's what I'm going to call as the NWO Era. NWO Era instead of the Attitude Era, just to piss people off, man. A lot of terrible wrestling. You know, you got great, great cruise, uh, cruiserweight wrestlers, you know, Jericho, uh, Liger, you know, uh, Ultimo Dragon, whatnot. But terrible main eventers, 
And it was all about character and the fucking crazy stories. And there's a certain amount of that now as well, you know. And so there's a certain lack of that in the show AEW. And so I want more of this stuff on the show. And I want less of it off the show where no one watches it. I'm never going to watch this stuff. The only reason I watch this is I saw someone on Twitter recommend it. It's like, this is really good. And it was short. And I thought, hell, whatever. I'm, I'm bored. I got to find something to watch. Uh, besides more wrestling, which is what I did earlier. We're going to talk about ROH in a minute here. Uh, the women's division. Ooh, fun. Very interesting uh, development. But, um, yeah, and so, and then it builds the match so well, right? And then it's not on the main show. What What is the point of putting so much effort and time into these, into these video packages, into these online-only exclusives? It reminds, I've said this before, and, you know, I wasn't a, a fan at the time, so I didn't experience it, but it makes perfect sense. I have read books. I read books about wrestling, something you should do if you're not already. You can just listen to them. You know, you can find them anywhere, wink, wink. Uh, but I actually bought and just finished uh, the Andre the Giant uh, biography, uh, The Eighth Wonder of the World. I love it. I'm currently reading Ali versus Anoki. I'm loving it. But, um, you know, uh, I've read in WCW books about how they had far too much auxiliary content that was of consequence. And the one I love to, to mention is their fake uh, online-only pay-per-view, where fake in that they claimed it was going to be live video. It was more like live slideshows, but live um, audio commentary. The thing about it was a great idea, way ahead of its time, and something that I would love to have participated in at the time. It would have been a lot of fun. The problem is... Uh, those matches in those online only pay-per-views in a time when, you know, like who knows how many people actually had the internet, uh, they were consequential to the WCW main storylines. And those were already fucking crazy. So imagine how much more crazy it is when you have matches and things that are consequential to the main storyline and you've never seen them and barely anyone's ever seen or heard of them. You know, maybe you've read of them. And that's kind of what AEW occasionally feels like. They need to build more things on the actual show and less things on auxiliary shows and content. That's that's my main point. Uh, moving on to our second topic, and then we will close. I recently, uh, well, today actually, I started watching the ROH Women's Wednesday show. It is the brand new ROH Women's Division. Um, Maria, uh, what is her name? Maria Bennett, I guess is her name now. A famous uh, WWE and TNA wrestler. She now is signed with ROH. This appears to be her brainchild. Uh, it wouldn't have been done without the uh, clamoring of the uh, fans for wanting a women's division again for ROH. And I, I should mention this. Uh, you know, there are certain people I used to listen to, uh, certain like uh, shock jocks uh, uh, who hate WWE. And... Um, other people, maybe, I've noticed that I kind of followed, and all these people very recently have shown themselves to be complete and utter fools by claiming, uh, by repeating the, the same old talking point, by parodying the WWE, the people they claim they don't like, they claim they're against, parodying the same old tired claim that WWE has always made that women do not draw. I can tell you right now, brother... Uh, even just aesthetically, yes, that is a consideration. Women draw more than men for me. And then you get to it, and this is a great show. They're having a great match. I am interested, right? Now, I'm not saying that they're more of a draw. Sometimes they are. It depends. But especially right now with 
the men's division of the WWE being just garbage, especially Raw. You know, the only thing a lot of people are actually excited about in WWE fandom that I observe, because I'm not part of that, is the women. And I can tell you from personal experience as a card collector that women's division cards sell a lot faster and a lot higher than men's division cards. So there's a lot of evidence out there that, that we love women's wrestling. So it's, a, it's, a, it's just horse shit when you say things like they don't draw. A, lo- a load of fucking shit. So anyway, getting back to this very exciting, uh, that's kind of the rant part of it, but let's get to the praise part of it. This new ROH Women's Division, ROH Wednesday, Women's Wednesday, you can watch it on YouTube for free. Simply look up ROH Women's or ROH Women's Division, or just ROH. You can find it on the channel on YouTube for free. Very easy to watch. Uh, this first episode, I believe, was only 26 minutes long. We were introduced to four brand new indie wrestlers. I'm not going to name them all. We got, uh, what is it, her name? Um, oh, God. Uh, Lacey Lucky, I think was her name. I liked her a lot. I've seen her before, but I cannot remember her name. Uh, I was really impressed by Max the Impaler. She has got a really cool, scary gimmick. She's kind of a, you know, like power move sort of uh, girl, a little bit bigger. A woman, I should say, no offense. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking killed, man. And um, you had two others. Uh, I can't remember their names. I, I apologize. Uh, one of them was only 19 years old, and she is the champion, the women's champion at Booker T's promotion in uh, Houston, Texas. So that's kind of interesting. Um, it was a really good match. And uh, one of the interesting things about the match, which you may or may not like, is it was. Pretty much the story they were going with is basically even. So it went to a time out at the very end. But this whole time you're getting amazing moves and uh, you're really putting over that Max the Impaler is fucking scary. And she is. Love her. And um, you're putting over that these three other women are very talented, very young, and have a bright future. And I just, I loved it. I love how short it is. I love the presentation. It's in the same arena as ROH's regular show. I will say, even not having fake, you know, just just some fake uh, crowd noise would help with the ambiance. But still, I like the commentary. Uh, Maria was on commentary uh, the entire time. I'm sure she'll be on commentary every time. And I also know there's a gimmick they're going with, uh, which I didn't see this time. I think it's going to be in the next episode, where uh, they're building towards a tournament. And... Maria is going to surprise independent women's wrestlers with a Zoom call. They're going to be like calling for some other reason. Uh, and she's going to give them the golden ticket to be in this tournament. Um, so that's going to be fun to watch. And I, I'm really excited for that. So if you haven't seen it, please check out ROH's new Women's Wednesday. You can find it on their YouTube channel for free. I really enjoy, uh, you know, the, the smaller companies. ROH is owned by Sinclair, so it's not dying for money. In fact, it has lots of money, which is why people should not count it out when it comes to Samoa Joe, who I think should do go on a nostalgia tour and be the champion there and maybe even represent pure wrestling in the new territories when obviously he invades other promotions, which is what we want, of course. Um, uh, they have a fair amount of money, but they don't have enough viewers and enough buzz, in my opinion, because they're doing some really fun, exciting things. They're getting me in there with these indie talents I like. I mean, they signed fucking Danhausen. And Danhausen is doing gangbusters for fucking them. He was just on fucking Conan O'Brien's podcast. Fucking crazy. So anyway, watch ROH. It's good. You can watch it for free, basically, always, except for their pay-per-views. And uh, they, they can use the money, and they have great merch. 
That's the other thing. You know, I don't always buy stuff. And that's one of the things I love about ROH. I don't really have to buy their product. I can just watch it for free with ads. But uh, I love buying merch. So uh, check out their merch store. You can find limited time stuff, including limited time Danhausen stuff. My limited time Danhausen micro brawler, the first one. I did not get the second one, unfortunately. The first one, I got it on the ROH website. And, I mean, it, it doubled in value overnight. So you never know. Anyway, that's a little bit of wrestling I've been watching and a little bit of ranting. Thank you so much for listening to the Dirtbag Sheets. Brother, I will see you again soon. You can follow me at Leftendo. I am, uh, what is my name right now? Oh, I am uh, Murph the Collector. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, see you there. And uh, enjoy wrestling. Bye-bye.